Here we go. So we're on page 270. Moving right ahead. Flying through Tanya. Simon Chav Gimel. Igeres Chav Gimel. Igeres HaKadosh, number 23. is Eden Pizgama. So interestingly that he opens here with this Aramaic Pesach from the prophet Daniel. Bigzeis Eden Pizgama Mamar Kadishin. Interestingly, he brings over here that this statement is a Pesach in Daniel Dalid. And the Mitzudas David says that this was decreed by the angels, by the decree of the holy angels, but the Gemara Pesachim uses this to describe Tamid Chachamim, and Rashi there says, So that's why he's borrowing this term here to speak about Tamid Chachamim. Chach Mishnah, referring to the Chach Mishnah as the Malochim. So the Chach Mishnah in Pirkeyov is Perigimel. So they tell us, I'd like to They say in the Mishnah in Pirkeyov. Ten people that are sitting and learning Torah. The Shechina dwells in their midst. How come it takes ten people to learn Torah to get the Shechina? Because this is the entire purpose of man. What is this? To get the Shechina to be Shriya B'nayim. What's more, even if the person came down to the world one and and did this one thing in his whole lifetime, it would have been worth it. To be part of one minion, learning Torah. There is no greater heights that a person can reach then learning Torah with ten other people, with nine other people. Why? Because the Mishnah is telling us that Hashem's that's in the highest of heights, and the heavens in the highest heights of heavens could not contain it. That very form of of divine presence, that highest form of Shechina dwells and is um, manifest in the midst of Klai Yisrael. He says, I don't have to stretch even to the Mishnah. Come on, Shikse. The Pesach says, is on. Participants may now unmute themselves. Ki ani Hashem shoychein b'soych b'nei Yisrael. Try that again. As the Pesach says, Ki ani Hashem shoychem b'soych b'nei Yisrael. Because I Hashem dwell in the midst of Klai Yisrael. Idach klor, that the Torah Gdash is telling us that there are times that Ani Hashem, I, the essence of Hashem, can dwell in the midst of Klai Yisrael. How? All your day. Asik HaTorah. Now he throws in another curveball. All your day. Asik HaTorah. Ve'amitzveis. Be'asarat. That this Yisrael does not only apply to the study of Torah alone, but even a mitzvah that's being done with ten other Jews, with ten Jews, also has this level of Hashorah Sashchin. Chidish Gadol. That there's an Indian, we always know the Kedush and Baruch Hu, right, in Kaddish, has to be said with a minion. 
comes to the the the, the and tells us not only does it apply like the Mishnah says, because the Mishnah we knew about that you that you learn Torah with ten people, you have a shorah But if ten Jews get together and they do a mitzvah, the Isaac and a mitzvah, there's a hashorah hashchina. Like Chazal learn out. How do we know the whole concept? It's this week's parsha. We learn out We learn that an Eida is ten people. You know where we learn it out from? From Kairach ve'Adosoi. about this. It says In your midst is the Holy One. And we know from the Gemara, you don't have Kedusha less, with less than 10 Jews. Now, he says, I'll bring another raya that this applies to to 10 Jews. This is why Chazal have to go and bring a raya from a Pusik. The Gemara has to go and say, the Mishnah says, how do we know that even one person? It goes from ten down to five, down to two, down to one. So already the Medrash Shmuel there, Perkyovis, the, the primary from Shmuel Azida, the, the Pirishad Perkyovis says, it's not the same level of Ashras Ashkin, because otherwise the Mishnah would have just said it about one. If the Mishnah is making a distinction between ten and five and two and one, clearly there are demarcations of level of Shkina that are present in those different levels. Comes about and says a half He says like this. Yeah, yeah, true. The Mishnah there says that even one person, person who's studying Torah has minayin that he has kviyaschar. Ashur sashchina is not the same. It's not the, what the Mishnah is learning out there. There, by by this by the yochid by the individual who's studying Torah, there it's talking about learning out how you know that a person who's studying Torah alone has a certain level of reward. and then you have already what you have by one is multiplied by two, and then it's multiplied by five. But when we're talking about the Rebbeinu Shlem himself dwelling on that intensity of Kedusha, there's no comparison between the individual or the two or the five to the ten. It's not in the same league. It's not even, should be spoken about in the same league. The, the distinction that exists between the hashra, the dwelling of the shechina of ten, to saying that a person receives reward as a yachid is understood to anybody with brains. Meaning that the Mishnah is talking about categorically two completely different concepts. You know when he says, by the way, the mevin emada, that it means that the general person totally misses the boat. So he tells us, what's the distinction? when we're talking about that a person receives a reward, meaning that which the mission there learned out that an inv- individual receives. That's talking about that Hashem illuminates to the soul who seeks him out with the illumination of his Torah. 
What is that? That that is literally like an envelope. It envelops the person. Well, that's the schar that we're talking about. For this reason, the Torah is called as the Pasuk says, it wraps him with light. Like a, like a dress, like a, a garment. So when we're talking about an individual, we're talking about a limited person. Even the soul of the person is limited. And, and its chacham is limited. Its ahav is limited. All of its midas are limited. And the lechein gam oir Hashem ameiba who givuli. Therefore, even the oir Hashem that illuminates when an individual learns Torah is customized to what that person can handle. Mitzumtzum umislabish b'toycha. It is limited, and it is um, fitted to that person's koyches. This is why during davening, those who yearned to seek Hashem um, have this tremendous desire and yearning. Some of the other expressions of that yearning. They are going to rejoice with every opportunity to connect. According to their own individual levels, they'll be able to sense and and delight in whatever level of relationship they're creating with whatever connection they're making at that time. This is the reward that we're talking about. Is that a person has this tremendous yearning during the evening, and then he takes a safer and he's able to learn. So the schar is that he can connect to the Rebbeinu according to whatever his hasogis are and his ahav is and so on. He's able to satiate that thirst. And it's the ultimate. He's saying that the Torah is the greatest form. That that levush is the Torah. It's like a lightning bolt. It's the, the most brilliant schar possible. This is the reward that the the one who toils in Torah is able to receive. That's the individualized reward given to a individual to a Yochidu studies. Aval ha But when we're dealing here with a level of Ashra's Hashchina, Hashem, we're dealing with an incredible, intense illumination of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that illuminates for that person limitless it has nothing to do with the person's madragas it has nothing to do with the person at all it's an infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch it's an infinite as his galus hashros hashchina and because it is infinite it can't it's not even possible you could be the greatest tzaddik in the world it is not capable the greatest tzaddik in the world is not capable of being able to tolerate or or be able to appreciate the air that comes as the result of a true Hashanah that comes with a minion. It's able to simply hover over the person from above, from head to toe. About any time ten Jews get together at all, the Shekhinah is there. The Shechina is Shoira upon them 
from above, not within them, not even customized like he's, he said before, that applies to the individual who's able to enjoy the relationship. No, by the Shechina, when we're talking about that level of Shechina, the, the, the Shechina is too intense, a person can't appreciate and enjoy that. Like Moshe Rabbeinu, the tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu, v'yinoyim Hashem aleinu ma'asi yadeinu nekoinu aleinu, that we were mispalled, that the, the presence of Hashem, k'inoyim Hashem asher ho'ifia b'ma'asi yadeinu b'esekatev ha'mitzvahs. What we're asking is the sweetness of Hashem that appears because of the actions of our hands when we study Torah, when we do mitzvahs. Because because we know that Hashem and His Torah are completely unified. It's all one. What that can create and and bring about is that the Shechina can dwell upon us from above without any limitation, without any boundaries. But we got to know that it cannot be customized to the person, and certainly not to a limited human being's intellect. For this reason, it's impossible for us to grasp this level of Shechina with our Seichel. The sweetness and the... the, the um, Pleasantness, minoyim Hashem v'ziv shchina b'li gvuvetachlis. That is the result of this level of the ziva shchina that's limitless and infinite. Hashem ischoyin v'shoyra aleinu that has the ability to dwell upon us b'masi yadeinu in the action of our hands b'toyra u'mitzvays b'ravim dafka when we do things with a group of ten. So he's making a whole new gather, the Torah and mitzvahs done with a rabbim is categorically different and higher and deeper and greater than anything that an individual can do. And about this level, another fabulous chiddush here, about this level of Chazal said, that there ain't no reward in this world that's possible. You know why there isn't any? Because the world cannot possibly attain it, can't hold it, can't grasp it. The only time that a person can benefit from that level of Shechina is when the Nefesh finally departs from the limitations of the body. And even then, even then, the truth is, the nefesh should not be able to tolerate the level of his galus that comes about then, because it's too great. But Hashem allows it to happen. Like the pasuk says in Chumash, Hashem Chesed to you, Hashem is Chesed, because you pay. Each person according to his action. Really? That's chesed? When you give somebody the reward for the deeds that they did? That's not chesed, that's din. You're giving him what he richly deserves for his work. 
So he says, no. Because according to the din, the nefesh should not be able to tolerate the hisgalus. The Chazal say that the Chesed is that Hashem gives the Tzadikim the capacity to be able to tolerate the revelation of their Schar. So, not only is it not possible in this world to tolerate the Schar, even in the Olam Amas where the Nefesh is no longer limited by the body, even there it can't be tolerated. Only for the Chesed Hashem. This is not the case. He's trying to prove how great it is. This is not the case with angels. I don't know. I don't remember any other time that these words appear in Tanya. I heard from my Rebbes that Rashab brought that this refers to the Magid and the Balsham HaKadosh, which is not a great stretch, although it could have been Ramad Levitepsker and it could have been the Rebzisha could have been any one of his rabbeim, but Shemati Mirabu Yisai. And it's interesting, because there are other places that this Yisai is brought. Ki ilu nimtza malach echad. Were it an uh, angel to be found, oimid b'maimed asorim Yisrael biyachad. Were an angel to be found, standing among ten Jews, even if they were just sitting around and schmoozing, the kedusha that's found when ten Jews are standing together is so great that an angel would be completely disabled with trembling and fear, from mamash limitless infinite Kedusha because of the Shekhinah that dwells wherever there are ten Jews that the angel would cease to exist the Gamre completely and totally that's how Kaddish ten Jews are together now based upon what he's saying we have a little glimpse into why we say Tzeschem Nesholem Friday night because he's about to make Kiddush and even though he said that this, what he's saying here, is about ten Jews, but that's ten Jews who are not doing a mitzvah. But he said before that if one Jew does a mitzvah, he also brings about the schar, which is tremendous Ur Hashem. Well, that Ur Hashem, that Malach is not going to be able to tolerate the Ur Hashem that comes as the result of the Kedusha that he's going to bring in when he says Kiddush. So we say to the angels, look, I don't, you know, it's going to really get hot in here for you guys. It's time for you guys to leave now because we're about to do something that's going to make you really uncomfortable. So, so he set up this whole premise. Okay? Where is he going with it? Therefore, I am really upset about what I've heard that's taking place, generally and individually, between my brothers and my friends, I'm talking about who are coming to davening, they're coming to daven, and after davening, or before davening, there's people sitting around, 
with sharing litzonus. They're making fun of people. There's there's scoffery and mockery and jokes. What's the definition of a mesh of leitzim? Shnaim shiyosh from two people sitting together. And they're not speaking words of Torah. So that's pretty uh, awful. So that's if two people are sitting around and talking. What happens if ten people are sitting around and schmoozing? If you have ten people sitting around sharing litzonis, a place where I just said that malachim cannot stand because of the level of shechina that dwells there. In there is no greater embarrassment and shame to the Shechina that could be greater than ten Jews getting together and mocking and scoffing or just schmoozing stupidities. The Im Amru Chazal, then he learns a Kalvachaymer. If Chazal tell us that somebody who transgresses an Avera concealed that he is quetching the feet of the Shechina. Notice the word the Shechina, meaning because the Rebbeinu Shalom is trying to dwell in this world. So if somebody is transgressing an Avera in public, he's not just pushing away God's feet, He's completely banishing the entire Shechina. He and I cannot possibly dwell in the same place. The Rebbeinu Shalim stays there like a chain, like he's been chained, like the, the Ramak writes in, in about the Noiseyovin, uh, that the Rebbeinu Shalim tolerates it. But we need to know for us that there's a tremendous obligation. The Chil Hashem and, and the, the, the chasing away of the Shekhinah is terrible. By the way, that is the definition of Chilul Hashem. Chilul Hashem means Malashen Chalul, creating a vac- vacating a space, creating an emptiness of Hashem. He's quoting the Zoya here. Woe to the person who quetches away the Shechina. When Hashem will judge him. And he will say to him, Shake yourself up, rise from the dust. Says the Zoya Kodesh, There are three reasons we are still in Galus. And one of them is, in the Shechina. The first one is that they're quetching, they're, they're making the Shekhinah on and the fact that they are disgracing the Shekhinah. See, he's saying here that this is what we're talking about. We're talking about ten people that are together and are not being Isaac and Adav HaShavikdusha. They're not doing some aspect of mitzvah. The Alkein, Ahuvai, Achai, Vireyai, my beloved ones, my brethren, my friends, please do not do this great evil. 
and grant honor and dignity to Hashem your God. Beterem yechshach before the darkness envelops. Dehainu bein mincha lemayrif. Call you my sachel. What we're talking about between mincha lemayrif during the weekdays. Learn together with ten Yidin Kabbalah. Unless you think I'm talking about Kisviari. Shehi Agoda Shebesefer Hen Yankiv. I'm telling you to learn the Agodas that are found in the Hen Yankiv, and that's what its purpose was. Why Hen Yankiv? Why Agoda? See, he writes this in Hilchus Talmatur as well. Agoda has contained within it most of the secrets of Torah. In addition to that, somebody who learns Agoda, it atones for a person's averis, that's one, um, that's two, two aspects already. The third thing is Vanigla Sheba. And from the areas that we can understand in the Agadah, Hendarki Hashem, we learn there the ways of Hashem, the Musr, Shigelach Bema Adam, the ways that a person should go, Biyoshis, Eitzes, Binafshoi, to give advice in his Nefesh, Bimilid Dishmayo, Bimilid Alma, how to serve Hashem, and how to interact with people. As is known once again to anybody who's wise of heart, which excludes the vast majority of humanity. So that's one thing you should do between Minchamarev is have a Gishma Kashir, a Chabura of ten people learning and Yankiv. Wouldn't that be cool? I also recommend to learn a little bit of Shulchanarach. Those areas of law that are required for all people. That's what Urch Chaim is. About this Chazal say, Anybody who learns Allah every day is promised that he will be a Ben-Ayla We're dealing with clear, defined Halacha. As Rashi explains, and when dealing with Shabbos, when Mincha time comes, then a person should study the laws of Shabbos. He's learning here that the, there are a great number of halachas in the laws of Shabbos. And it is very, very easy for a person to be nichshal, to stumble and to err. Even in the most serious of the Hilgazbayer, I mean, it's terrible. And that could happen simply from ignorance or Ushkaga's Talmud of the Zadan. But if we had the opportunity to learn, it's considered like we did it on purpose. Ignorance is not something. For sure, we can easily stumble with Isure Divrei from with the Isure Dirabanon Sharabu Kamayrabu Lamayla Obefrat Bisure Muktzeh. Interestingly, especially with the laws of Muktzeh, the Shchichetuva that are very common, the Chamurim Divrei Seifer Yesim Divrei Teira, and the words of Chazal 
are more stringent or harsher than the words of the Torah itself. Our sages tell the anybody who transgresses the words of the Chachamim, even in something which seems insignificant from their words, like somebody who eats before Marit, that person is culpable of the death penalty. As if they had transgressed the harshest of biblical law. Therefore, what's more, here is the, the clincher. And dare anyone walk out when that group is learning to go learn on their own? Even if that person is able to go learn Shas and Paiskim and at a higher level and so on, don't they dare walk out and learn alone? Um, you should be learning together what everybody else is learning. And for sure, I don't even have to tell you that he dare not walk out unless there's 10 people there without him. He's not talking about Kaddish and Minyan. He's talking about learning. There's 9 people, 10 people learning together. You're not allowed to walk out. For that person who walks out, about him I say, those people should cease to exist. Because there is no Kedusha, like there is when people are studying Torah together. Because the Torah and Hashem are one. And anybody who walks out and separates themselves from the tzibur v'chulu is in for serious trouble v'shemeli he who listens to me yishka and betach will dwell with certainty with peace ubi yomav ubi amenu and in his days and in our days tivasheya yehud of yishalayim yehud in yishalayim should be saved tishka and levetach Amen, Ken Yirotzeh, and you should dwell in certainty and in peace. Amen, Ken Yirotzeh. Does anybody know this? Are people aware of this? First of all, about the Musig, that there's a concept to learn and to do mitzvahs to ten people together. Second, that there's an Isra to walk out, even if you're going to learn something at a higher level, whatever, and there's ten people learning. He's even saying that somebody's punishment at Sibur. Even when there is ten, he's still a punishment at Sibur. Right? That there's no hatter to do it. For sure not for Dwar Bataila, but certainly even to go learn or do or something else. Unless obviously there's a, you know the same reason that a person would walk out from Baruchu and Kaddish. You have to physically if a person needs to take care of needs or whatever it is. But Gewalt, this is tough, tough stuff. Awesome stuff. I also wanted it if I could find I remember some Yesodis about this concept about the concept of um, a person even when the Rasim Yishar is considered Chesed Hashem so if I'm able to find it I know I saw Noyam Begodim and some other things about this that there's tremendous Chesed Hashem 
that allows a person to receive reward. All right, Mitzvah Shem. Next week we'll take it up from here.